Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Stevenson, and today I'm talking to Bronte all about the Young Equestrian Scheme. If you're a teenager aged between 13 and 18, and you love horses, you want to get involved, you might not necessarily have your own horse, but you really like the social aspect of riding and and being with other equestrians, then the Young Equestrian Scheme is definitely for you. And also, if you're a riding school that maybe wants to attract young equestrians, then Bronte gives us all the information about the scheme. This is Horse Hour. Welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. A few weeks ago, you heard a lovely interview with Vicky from the Pony Club. And I heard of Through the Grapevine, there's another scheme they're doing for young equestrians. So welcome Bronte Wodgedale, who is the Young Equestrians Coordinator. How are you, Bronte? Hello. Yes, I'm good. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. I was super excited when uh, Vicky explained about this scheme that you're doing, because uh, we're all about getting young people riding, well, and old people like myself, getting new people mm-hmm. riding and um, and you guys offer so much support that I thought it'd be lovely for you to be able to share with us what you do so how did you come up with the idea of the young equestrian scheme to start with Younger Equestrians is a hoof product so it was designed by the British Equestrian Federation and it's part of the hoof suite but because Pony Club is responsible for kind of youth riding in the industry it was decided that we could um, take on this project and it came about summer 2014 off the back of some research that Sport England did on Youth Insight which found that um, there's a drop in teenagers taking part in, in, in sport in general so what we wanted to do in the equestrian industry is kind of combat that drop Um, so that's how young equestrians came about really I wonder why there's a drop in uh, with young people when it comes to sport I you know I remember being 15 and um, and and hating you know (laughs) not wanting to get out of bed and boys came in it was much more fun I you know I wanted to be with my friends but for horsey people there's always this niggling little you know you it's like an addiction you can't stay away from it so I guess by you guys yeah. you know promoting it and offering more help for the youngsters for the young young people um it gives them an excuse then to go and be with horses and a chance to be with horses which I'm sure they'd love to yeah definitely but I do I do think for any teenager it's really difficult age and there's lots of things going on so lots of school pressure as you say boys do come into it or or girls in some instances and um, I think I think it's a really difficult age and therefore sport in general perhaps comes less of a priority. Mm. So I think it's important that the offerings we're providing for young people are 
relatively cheap they are really accessible for people they're quite relaxed social um to pull people in that might not have thought that they perhaps had the time to ride or they thought perhaps that they wouldn't be able to fit it in with, with school studies so i do agree it's uh, although we know that equestrianism is so exciting and offers a lot i think teenagers do find it really hard just to engage with sport in general at this time so it's interesting how you noted um that their schoolwork as well and how school gets in well it gets in the way it should be the priority (laughs) but it does get in the way (laughs) um there were a few a few 16 year olds that i know at the moment they're trying to juggle their their gcses with looking after their ponies as well and and it is hard for them because you know although they say gcses are easy they're not they're hard work they have to do a lot of homework there's a lot of things that they have to do at home and trying to get down to the yard to even muck out their horses is is seeing is quite difficult yeah so- definitely and I mean a lot of the time we're looking at um riders that don't have their own horse so on top of that they've got the issue of maybe getting transport down to the center getting lifts off parents or if they've got other siblings that have got other sports on as well um or if they perhaps need to have their own income and support their own sport themselves mm. that's quite difficult because they've also got to then um do their part-time jobs and fit the sport in as well so it's it is a very difficult age so that's why it was so exciting for me to be able to get involved with this with this project and and kind of combat those issues so 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 Bronte how does it work how does the young equestrian scheme you know what is it well basically we set up teenage social groups within riding centres and ponica branches they are free for the centres to sign up to so they get marketing support and support from me um, and then they can gear it towards the teenagers and m- the most important part is that the teenagers have choice and freedom over the activities they do so what we like to do is maybe do a launch evening where the teenagers can pick the activities that they want to do over the next few months explore or maybe doing some different sports within the equestrian centre. Um, oh, like and, what? What other sports can they do there? Well, we've had Zumba, Pilates, <laughs> we've had some Zumba on horseback taking place. We've had some circuit training sessions, kind of fitness classes, quite quite a wide variety of things, which I didn't anticipate happening at the start of the scheme. Mm. But it was what the young people wanted to do. They wanted to meet at equestrian centres with horsey friends, but then you know get fit for riding do social events and kind of gear off lead off onto other sports in some instances so it's really fascinating how they want to get into other sports and it's not just about the horses because we always believe that the horses are the you know the main part because we love them so much and we're so passionate about it but um I guess it's the whole social environment that you're providing for them you're giving them an opportunity to get out of their daily lives meet with other like-minded people and particularly like you said earlier Bronte it's a really difficult time for young young people um that kind of 14 to oh, 17 bracket I would never want to go back and do that time again no so it's I nice <laughs> It's nice that you're providing an environment for them that's a bit like the old school youth clubs, I reckon. Yeah, I think they do have um, that kind of quality. I mean, I went to a kind of religious church youth group at 15, but I wasn't religious at all. And I think it was just because people around my local area were going to this same club. And it wasn't necessarily, you know, all about religion. It was we went out camping. We were in the kind of community hall doing random like team building 
activities and things and I think this makes our youth groups even better because we have got that horsey aspect mm. and they can pick the activities so some of the horsey activities they've been doing have been like um, clipping clinics, uh, clinics on doing some grid work, perhaps they explore like the digestive tract of the horse, something that they've never looked into before and the other important thing is that they don't have to be pony club members to be part of this club so yeah. it kind of takes away the membership fee that perhaps might have put people off before mm. they can mm. of course be pony club members if they already are and it might be something extra they do but it it's available for everybody at riding centres within 13 to 18 age range that just want to be social and learn more about riding and the equine industry and perhaps look towards a career in the industry as well. That's that's quite a key theme in some of these groups. Some of the groups will have different workshops with like farriers and vets and dentists just to work out exactly where they want to go in future because as we said this age is quite difficult in terms of the pressure but also the unknown I think Mm. 16 to 18 in particular you're having to look towards your future and your degree choices but you perhaps might not know them yet so I think it's important that we have a bit of an influence over that. Nobody knows what their degree they want to do do they until they actually go to university and then they're like have I made the right decision? (laughs) I mean I did an equine studies degree so I was like horsey through and through but yeah I think I was one of the few that stayed horsey throughout. (laughs) I love it I absolutely love it I'm I'm quite envious actually I wish that you do an adult section for me so that I could go and get involved because I say I've said to Vicky. People have suggested that they've suggested adult equestrians instead of younger questions but because <laughs> we come in later and we you know I'd love the opportunity to be able to mix that closely with other other equestrians and learn as much as possible and I think it I, I'm a massive believer from youngsters babies you know little toddlers right up to to adults that it teaches them responsibility and it teaches them how to look after not just an animal but how to communicate with each other in a time when they're just by finding out who they are. Definitely, I completely agree. Uh, what else we've found with the Younger Equestrians it, is that it works quite nicely with the Younger Equestrian Leaders Award. So the Younger Equestrian Leaders Award is, has been established for, for more years and it's basically a set of awards that um, teenagers can gain to demonstrate the volunteering that they've done for the industry. Oh. So they can volunteer through different member bodies and earn their bronze, silver and gold award. But we found that within younger equestrians groups, because it's quite social and they've developed a relationship with with all the different members of the group, that they may want to work towards these awards together or they may want to put on a open day by the younger equestrians and while they're doing this they're working towards their yellow award we've also found that in a couple of the groups as they get towards the gold end of the awards they have to do a project for their gold award and as part of their project a couple of um, participants have been able to run young equestrians groups oh, wow. um, as their project really so they've been able to demonstrate that they've set it up they've put on a launch event they're um, working towards different events throughout the year like setting up the calendar of 
of social activities um, and this has been able to, to to work towards the gold award which is fantastic and yellow and young equestrians have been able to work together more closely i think we totally underestimate young equestrians we we underestimate the creativity of young people in general i think and they have so many great ideas they can be so focused when they're passionate about something the award scheme sounds like a lovely idea it's a lot more established than younger questions as i say i think it's been going for five years this year but it's been nice to cross the two schemes over so Mm. that you don't just get one or two teenagers on a yard working towards a bit out on a limb instead the whole younger questions group can work towards the younger question leaders award so it's about team building too yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) if we wanted to get involved then are there how how many centers do you have that offer the young equestrians scheme so we've got 90 riding centers signed up to the scheme and recently we've been able to offer this opportunity to our pony club branches so we've had some pony club branches that want to set up this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive and june olive and june gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. ...group for their older Pony Club members and open it out potentially to non-Pony Club members. So, I mean, you can have a look on our website. We've got the list of the 90 centres on our website. and um, That's youngerquestrians.club and there's a section to find a Younger Equestrians group. And if you wanted to sign up as a centre, so if some riding centres are uh, listening and are interested in offering a bit more for their teenagers they've currently got on their yard, um, they can contact me, they can contact me through the Pony Club office, they can go to the Younger Questions website and fill out a form, and I can be in touch and we can have a chat about the options for their specific group, because as I said, they're all, they're all different, they all do different things because they are led by the teenagers, so they come up with the ideas and as a result we have daft stuff like 
Zumba on horseback and you know some some of them do some fundraising some of them are driven by wanting to get out to shows so they are very varied so every group is different. Is there funding that supports this the centres? It's a funded project in terms of the setup or the marketing material is free to the centres or the support given by me is is free to the centres so there's funding in that sense. Mm. In terms of um, per participant in terms of each week paying for for the group that that isn't funded i guess the participants pay as they go though they just get discounted rates yeah don't they? yeah yeah it's it's advised that it's a cheaper offering because it's more social perhaps less riding focused so um the centers don't need to um have offer one-to-one riding lessons um which is quite um an expensive resource isn't it for an Mm. instructor to to offer Mm. that so they're more group riding sessions group stable management or some group sports and social events so let's say uh, you're a riding center that would like to get involved You, you know you'd like to invite young equestrians onto your yard are there i'm guessing there are certain restrictions or certain um certain things that you have to have like do you have to be bhs registered i'm presuming to be a riding school anyway you've got to have your your old crb checks i think they're called dbs checks now aren't they um and all your health and safety up together yes so the riding centers that are on board with us are member body approved so they're approved through the british horse society the pony club uh abrs or they have signed up through hoof and therefore they're also member body approved so there's that um assurance but then also in addition to that they're required to fill out a younger equestrians contract which kind of goes through the things that we kind of expect of them and the things that we'll do for them in return and it just goes through that they've got the basic requirements in place such as the riding school license and they've got fully qualified um staff in charge of of the scheme and they're up to date with their insurance so there's a tick box that they can go through and then we also look at the best ways to contact them in terms of getting some reporting figures out of them so um, it's important for us to report back all this good feedback to Sport England so we look at whether it's best to have a chat over the phone or it's best to fill in an an online survey to report back on how the scheme's going Um, and that's all covered in this contract that I can send out to you then. Oh, well, that's great because that just makes everybody feel a little bit safer. It means that the parents of the teenagers know that they're going to um, a well-respected riding centre um, mm-hmm. that is has, is all up to date with their requirements. It means that you guys are protected and the centre's protected, um, especially if it's a new thing that they're doing. Maybe they might focus on adults and, uh, and, and babies and not focus that much yet on teenagers because it, <laughs> it's a whole other world, the teenager yeah. world. Yeah, it's a completely um, different world. <laughs> <laughs> it just means that it's great that they've got that support and to be able to pick up the phone to you and say that you know ah can you help me with this or yeah definitely and a lot of the riding centers that are signed up to younger equestrians are already pony club centers mm-hmm. and they found perhaps there's a drop in their pony club numbers from the age of 13 upwards just because perhaps pony club doesn't seem as appealing to the teenagers anymore even though we we all know that pony club's fantastic for up until the age of 25 sometimes the perhaps the achievement badge side of 
things um, and the pressure of having to do an efficiency test isn't quite what's drawing the teenager to the to the yard anymore mm. and perhaps they want mm. to move away from that for a bit and then come back into pony club when they're say 17 18 so in the meantime from 13 to 18 they've got this casual club that is that is more relaxed and doesn't rely as much on on the kind of pushing them towards certain tests and achievements it's all about their um, perception isn't it so the the pony club is amazing like you said it does go up to 25 but as a teenager if you've been doing it since you were four then um, you're like oh I'm over that now you know I need I need to move on to something else and then as they get through that that difficult stage they then (laughs) realize the pony club's amazing even up to 25 and we'll go back and and it's not so much the cool aspect isn't so much necessary no, it's it's you know it's really established in the industry. Everybody knows who what the Pony Club is, and all the kind of famous riders that have come out of the Pony Club. But I think for perhaps a teenager that's just at school, not very horsey, just wants to do a bit of sport, it's not something they immediately look at to join mm. the Pony Club. So younger questions can bridge that gap. I was speaking to Tim Stockdale at the Horse of the Year show and um, and he was talking about his time at the Pony Club and, and how he stayed with it for years. I can't remember which one it is now. Um, I know it's one beginning with B. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I know most of them, but I wouldn't be able to tell you them. <laughs> But he um, lo- he was raving about it, you know. He said lots of lots of really big riders have come out of the pony club, and the fact now that you know you're extending this more socially for the young teenagers, it just gives another reason for them to stay there and and enjoy the environment. Because overall, I'm I'm getting this impression that the equestrian industry is becoming more relaxed. <laughs> there were there were always uh, rules and regulations of um, you've got to dress this way, you've got to have. There are still these rules for competitions and things. But it was it was seemed to be less approachable. Whilst now I'm getting the impression it's much yeah, more I mean, approachable and it's much more relaxed. And it's about having fun with your horse. Yeah, I mean certainly with younger questions, that's our ethos. Like you don't have to wear. Um, obviously you have to be safe, but we don't stipulate that they have to dress in in pony club sweatshirts, in base jumpers, and anything like that. We want it to lend itself for new people without all that equipment to get into the sport. So I think certainly from a younger questions perspective, we're we're trying to be a lot more relaxed and casual, um, and and make it so that the teenagers think that it's it's something that they want to do. Because mm, money's a big issue, and you know there isn't a lot of money out there at the moment, and the fact that they don't have to buy all that equipment just means that that's one more barrier, isn't it? It's it's much more one more barrier out of the way, and it's much more accessible for people that maybe don't have much money. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, our our younger questions groups are all throughout the country. We've got. Um, some in inner city London we've got some in in like the central region some taking taking place just outside of Birmingham so we've got we've got groups quite nicely spread throughout the country now with the hope that this will increase a lot further and we want to be able to approach every single teenager and make it accessible for them to come on board. Well, I'm excited for you. It's been going since 2014. Bring on 2017. I know. It's very exciting. I mean, my ultimate goal is to get a massive, like, Younger Questions meetup that we could maybe have lots of different um, clinics and demonstrations taking place and offer, like, discounted tickets to Younger Questions. But I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we're very grateful for you, Bronte. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your time and for explaining about Young Equestrians. Can you just remind us of your website? It's youngequestrians.club. And are you on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram? Yes, we are. It's at young underscore ek and we're on Facebook, Young Equestrians, and we're on Instagram under officials Young Equestrians as well. Well, we will make sure we go and follow you and stay up to date with all the exciting things that you have planned. And um, thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and I hope you're all warm and cosy at the moment because it's pretty miserable outside and it's getting dark so early. I don't know how we do it. How do you get your horses done before it's dark? I think I'm really unlucky because my horse is in a field, which most of the time is amazing because less work than having to muck out, but it means that I've got no lights. So if I go down after dark, it's really, really spooky and actually quite dangerous, I think, as well, being out there with the horses and no lights. So it's always... (laughs) I've always got a time limit and a massive panic as it gets to about half past three. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I need to finish work. I need to get to the yard. And uh, and we're on these kind of time restraints. But the good news is that it means you've got more time for horse hour. So I hope you can join us every Monday between eight and nine, where we talk to equestrians all over the world. And uh, you can share your advice, your stories and your journeys. And I'd really love to know what your plan is for the winter. I'd love to see your photos and your videos of everything you're up to, because winter time time is practice time that's what I think anyway as we build up to the summer seasons of competing you know that I'm pretty rubbish when it comes to riding I'm not particularly good rider Um, I like to think of myself as a little bit more than a, a happy hacker but um I'm really not great so I'd love to know what you're doing so that maybe I can learn something some new tricks a few of my friends are doing pole clinics at the moment which they seem to be going quite well and we did see Eric Smiley he was holding a pole clinic at Kingston Moorwood College which was really interesting and um, so yeah tell me what are you doing with your horses over the winter so tag us in it at horse hour and also on Instagram and Facebook too if you are bored and you've got some extra time want something to listen to then have a little listen to our previous episodes of the horse hour podcast as always you can get them on our website horsehour.co.uk and you can click subscribe on Acast and iTunes and it comes directly down to your phone hope you have a really lovely week and i'll speak to you soon you've been listening to horse hour join the community on twitter mondays 8 p.m uk time 3 p.m eastern by using the hashtag horse hour follow amy at amy stevenson one and subscribe to us on acast itunes stitcher and player fm Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.